Hello, everybody. This is the House of Darkness. Welcome to a new episode of Real Talk. Uh, before we get into it, I was watching the new Shazam trailer came out uh, uh, today. I think today. Yeah, it's, it's new. And I was <laughs> I was cracking up. And so I was uh, I just wanted a big, big shout out to uh, Zachary Levi. Of, of that, that, there's a scene where he about the what has to do with the bus in the trailer. And it had me cracking up. And I'm like, this movie's going to be really good. I feel like it's going to be a really good movie. And it's going to come out. It's coming out like the beginning of uh, next month. And I, I'm excited. I'm excited for that movie. Uh, I just thought it was. I just thought I'd just bring that out right, right out the gate because it was like one of the first thing I watched this morning when I got up. I got it this morning. You know, I, I talked about anecdotes with the dog. I rubbed my face. Then I started reading, and I looked up, and I was like, "Oh, look, there's a Shazam trailer." And then I just watched it. and I was cracking it up. So I, I feel like that movie's gonna be great. It, it just, I'm excited. I'm excited. But uh, speaking of of Going from one Captain Marvel to another, that's what we're going to talk about. Cause that was, that was his name at one point. That was his name. So I'm not, I'm not inaccurate there. Uh, we're going to be talking about Brie Larson's Carol Danvers, aka Captain Marvel, that's coming out this Friday. Or for those who are up and, and ready to do it, you guys are probably going to see it Thursday night. I would see it Thursday night, but my kids can't, well, they have school the next day. So, but that Friday, I'm taking my girls to go see captain marvel so it's going to be exciting um one of the things i want to talk about i there's a special edition magazine of what is it entertainment entertainment is it week yeah it's called entertainment weekly for those who and a lot and they cover they've covered every movie that came out with the mcu pretty much and especially the all the pictures from infinity war and stuff like that and so i, I have like those pictures all over in my on my my slideshow on my for my desktop but uh well, you know, shout outs to my wife. She came home. She said, David, I got you something. I was like, is it a crossbow? She's like, I always, I always assume it's a, some kind of weapon, like a sword or a lightsaber or something. But she pulled a magazine out and not only did it have Brie Larson as Captain Marvel on the front, which made me excited and happy. It's actual collector's edition, Entertainment Weekly, the ultimate guide to Captain Marvel. And literally from beginning to end, it's all about the movie. And what it represents and about the directors and the actors and how the, and, and just, you know, behind the scenes, all the ins and outs. And I haven't read all of it. I started reading it and I'm not, I don't even say I'm halfway through, but I started reading it. And I'm going to finish it before the movie comes out. And I already know people like Ian, <laughs> my buddy Ian's going to be like, man, why are you doing your homework again? Look, I love me some Captain Marvel. I loved her when she was Ms. Marvel. You know, I would just like, she was one of my favorite, she still is one of my favorite characters in, in, in the comic books in general. And, uh, so when they announced that she was going to be coming out in the, in, in theaters and that she's going to play a big part in taking out Thanos and, and Endgame, I was like, that sounds about right. Cause she's, she's pretty freaking awesome. And so I was very excited. And I'm sure I've already talked about it before in previous episodes, how excited I am, but I wanted to, I wanted to, I think I did this for Black Panther too. I wanted to talk about the importance of Captain Marvel being a thing in, in the success of Captain Marvel in the MCU. I didn't realize how important it was until they're making references to like Black Panther and stuff. I'm like, that's right. This is kind of a big deal. You know, just like Wonder Woman was a big deal for DC as the first female solo film, Captain Marvel is a big deal for 
the MCU as the first female solo film because I know that's been it's been a thing. And and I was reading, and that's like the first thing they cover in the magazine, reading about diversity and, and having a change of scenery, you know what I mean? And I was like, I never, th- it's like, I don't, it's not that I don't think about it sometimes. I Sometimes I forget, because I think we get used to things being a certain way. And so it, it kind of makes you forget that it's all right to have, um, yeah, diversity is, it's all right to have a variety. In, in, in the genres that you enjoy. And, and that's why I felt like, and that's why when we were talking about Black Panther, it was kind of a big deal. Kind of, and what was interesting about, it, I was thinking about this because the other day I was, <laughs> I was looking up Michael Jai White because Michael Jai White is one of my favorite, like, like actors, martial artists, action stars ever for obvious reasons. <laughs> First of all, he's a black martial artist and he's good at it. And, and I've always said that there's that movie and he was in the in Universal Soldier with uh, Van Damme. He played Seth. I was like, nah, let's be real. Michael Jai would have kicked this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. He should have won that fight. But that's because I was biased. But Michael Jai White is fantastical. I think he's, that boy is 51 years old and he is ripped and he is tough and he can still hurt somebody. You know what I mean? Not that you stop hurting people at 50, but he is like, he doesn't look like he's 51. But that's because black don't crack. But the point is. He's, he's one of my favorite guys. And I was looking up and I was researching him because like, I couldn't remember how many martial arts styles he knows, which by the way, he knows like six or seven martial arts, which includes like jujitsu and, and, uh, taekwondo and stuff like that. So he's like very talented in that. But I mentioned too that he is the first black actor to play, uh, <clears throat> who played, uh, what did, what did they say? He played a leading comic book character. And I was like, really? I was like, I think, and I think Spawn came out before Blade when Wesley Snipes played Blade. But when I read that, I was like, I never, I never thought about that. I didn't realize that, that, you know, cause I think Spawn and Blade came out just around the same time. If not, you know, you know, they both were in the nineties. That's for sure. But I didn't realize because, you know, Michael J. White plays Al Simmons, who is Spawn. It's, you know, it's a Todd McFarlane comic book. And then Wesley Snipes played Blade, which is a Marvel comic. But I didn't realize that he was the first one before Wesley Snipes came out. It just made, and it, but the fact that it had, it was like first black lead male actor to play a leading character like, like Spawn. And it kind of blew me away. I didn't think about that. And then when I, and then reading, about why Captain Marvel is important, it, and then they made references to Wonder Woman, and they made references to Black Panther. It, it all kind of like, you know what? It, yeah, I can see why this is a this is a big deal, especially this movie. And I said the same thing uh, when we were talking about Wonder Woman. I said Wonder Woman has to do well for multiple reasons. Number one, it's the Amazonian. <laughs> you can't fail. You can't fail. You better not fail with her. She's she's still she's one of the favorites. She's one. Of, she's part of the Trinity. She's one of the the faces of the Justice League. You know what I mean? You don't say Justice League and not say Wonder Woman. Um, and because this is the first female solo film for DC, you can't mess that up. And for and I feel like for Feige and 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 Marvel and Disney, it's the same thing. This is your first female solo film, and it's kind of a big deal. Because Feige made it very clear that they're gonna be there's gonna be some changes in the MCU. You're gonna have a lot of more female leading characters in the new in Phase Four 
of the MCU, which is perfectly fine. And I think I made a, vi a video. I might have done that too. But I then I made an episode when I was talking about my favorite who, what women should be show up in the MCU. And I had like a, a I had a list. <laughs> it's like, should it be her? Should it be, should it be this? Should it be Jen? Should it be Jessica? Should it be this? I was, I was naming them all. I was like, bring them all in. Bring them all in. Let's do them all. Why not? But I was, it was one of those things. I, I didn't, you know, it was one of those things we have to, it, we're in a, so I'm trying to say it all the same thing. All of my words are coming together at once and I'm coming out with five sentences that are jumbled. <laughs> uh, if you haven't heard my previous episode of Black Panther and why Black Panther was a very important thing, it was because I talked about how I grew up, you know, I'm, 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 I'm black and I grew up not knowing it was okay to be these kind of characters. Like when I ended up, when, when Mace Windu became a, was a thing, I was like, there are black Jedi. I, I lost my mind. And, you know, and then, you know, you see movies when there's like black martial artists, like, Oh, I lost my mind. You know what I mean? And, you know, when, that's why Blade was such a big deal. And, and then you, you got Michael Jai White showing it was a big deal for me and stuff like that. And, and it, it was just, it's one of those things where you're, you're used to things being done one way. And then you realize it, it, this should work for everybody. You know what I mean? And so Black Panther represent, showed that the stereotype for a specific race and gender, it is not always true. As now, you know, like I said, it, it painted a picture of not only a, a powerful, you know, nation, but a prominent nation and has had more better technology than most of the world, had a very strong royal guard, which was all female, by the way, all women. Uh, one of their top spies is a woman, one of their, the smartest people. I, I feel like the one of the smartest people in the MCU rivals Banner and rivals, well, <coughs> Once Reed Richards comes into the into the MCU, you got you're gonna have some rivals because you got you got Doom, you'll have Richards, you'll have Stark, you'll have Banner, and then you'll have Shuri. And Shuri is stupid smart, and she's going to. And we made a hard read that she's going to repair Vision in, in a way that that Tony and even Banner couldn't do because she's super super smart. And so, uh, so and you have characters represented like that. And not only that, you have, you're showing that, uh, an African nation, while fictional, yes, is not, is not, doesn't have to be, what's the word I'm trying to use? It doesn't have, you know, when you think those stupid, uh, they're not stupid, but the, when you see those commercials and, you're, and, and it, it, Godfrey said it in one of his, in one of his stand-up, that like, people always assume when you think, you say African, you're thinking, you know, cinema swollen ba bellies and all that stuff. That's not always it. And that's one of the things I liked about Black Panther, because it's showing that it's more than that. It can be more than that. And, and, and you, you're, you can be proud of who you are because you can be something more than what stereotypes that exist. And especially in film, that was hard, you know, to do, especially, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, plus years ago, uh, being a black actor, you had to be careful or even a director or a writer or whatever it is, because there was, there's, that was that, that's how that worked back then. And it, it was the same thing for women, even, you know, just as much back in the day as well. And, and it's one of the things, and I remember it was one of the things that people tend to argue, they argued about, especially in the MCU, there, there wasn't enough female, solo films and i agree i was like 
with all the with all the tough you know characters in the in, in the six one six from Black Widow all the way to to uh, She Hulk because She Hulk has her own comic. Carol obviously has her own comic. Uh, Spider Woman Jessica Drew has her own comic. Uh, now Spider Gwen or Ghost Spider, which one we want to go? Spiders her Spider Gwen. We'll just say Spider Gwen. That's easier. She has her own. There's so there's these leading potential for all these other <clears throat> female characters that have their um, their own solo movies. They're, you know, but they have to be introduced, obviously, into the MCU for that to happen. But uh, not and and they even admit in the in the magazine too, not that they didn't have strong roles in these movies. I mean, Gamora from Gamora to Nebula to to Maria Hill. Maria Hill in the comic books is <laughs> she's scary. <laughs> She is scary to deal with. She is tough, and so yeah, they they have a they have a good representation, but they don't have a they don't they don't have their their role. You know what I mean in in the films. They don't have their their place yet. And so when they when they, that has been a big to do about when and and it, it was always asked him always asked Feige when is when is Natasha gonna get hers? When is Black Widow gonna have her own film? Because everybody else does. Thor did. Hulk did. Iron Man. Captain America, they've all had their own. Where when is when is Natasha gonna get hers? And then like, oh, we're gonna do it. It's, it's in the it's in the books, in the books. And then finally, after ten years, they finally announced it. It was like it's about time. You know what I mean? So it's 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 just one of those things where, uh, what you know, we don't know what it takes. Granted, I don't know what's involved and how how it all works behind the scenes and with sitting at tables with people and executives and producers and schedules and all that stuff and why certain things don't happen right away, blah, 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 blah. I have no idea. I'm not there. But it is one of those things where we do notice, man, that took a while. It took you 10 years to finally announce that. Okay, but at least it's happening. It's happening. You know what I mean? So, it, you know, it's so in its own right, it's it, we're, we're happy for that. Did I forget to bring, mention Wanda Scarlet Witch? I forgot to mention her. But anyways, the point is, I underst- I can see why... This movie is a big deal, especially for the MCU. And this is a step in the direction we're talking about. And I'm think I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before. You know, between this, I mean, we're getting we're getting this movie. Uh, Black Widow's getting hers. Uh, we know for a fact that Scarlet Witch is going to get her own series going and on Disney Plus. Uh, they even and they even mentioned they even mentioned in the magazine about uh, Evangeline Lilly. Her role as uh, Jane in Ant Man and the Wasp, how she had a more prominent role in Ant Man and the Wasp, and I liked her better in Ant Man and the Wasp. Maybe it's because she was more involved. And I grant it in the first movie, like I said, in the first movie, she's supposed to be kind of like you see, she's undercover. But like in the second one, she's like she she drop kicking folks. She's like she's handling stuff, and I liked her so much more in Ant Man and the Wasp. And I think maybe it's because they. They gave her more, and she was always a strong character. She was in the first movie, just like she is in this one. But there's, there's, they, they, they just gave her more. There's just something about it. They gave her more. She's, she's, she's handling stuff, and I just liked it. It was great. And so, part of the reason why I'm such a, it's such a big deal for me because I grew up, I was raised by my mom. Ever since I was like seven years old, was, mom was a single parent. She was, she, she raised three kids. You know, by herself. I mean, she had help with her friend from her friends, but she essentially she raised us. And my mom had taught me just from experience with her what a strong woman looks like. You know, and and she is always drawn (laughs) 
two strong female characters. My mom read the X-Men and the only reason why my mom was not big into comic books, but what got her into reading the X-Men was Storm, number one, and the Phoenix saga in the comics. She's all dark. Phoenix is bad. She's like, whoa. She was like, my mom was all about that. She said, man, this woman is kicking butt. She, she is, she don't play. She does not play. So I made sure I bought my mom because I bought my mom a, a figure of Storm and I got her the figures of Phoenix and Dark Phoenix because those are her car- favorite characters in the X-Men. She loves them. She loves them. She thinks they're great. Why? Because they're strong women and they handle business. And same thing. She liked the reason why she liked Sarah Connor. Uh, and that's why she was big on the Terminator because in, in Sarah Connor, especially by the end of one and into and especially in Judgment Day, what was Senator Karen doing? You know, they, they, they had her in the first movie kind of like, you know, fish out of water situation, but by the second movie, she was, she was people breaking people's noses and hands and shooting people and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's how my mom is. Same thing with Ripley and aliens. Why does she like Ripley? She's, she was bad. She was tough. You know, when she thought she was going to lose new, what did she do? She strapped a, a pulse rifle and a, and a flamethrower together and taped it together. And that was a weapon. No one did that in the movie. No one did it, but she did it. You know what I mean? She fought a giant alien queen with a loader. My mom was all, yeah, you know, so, and that's the, and that's the stuff I saw from my mom. And that's what made me go like, yeah, women can be tough too. And I'm like, yeah. And so now, and, and when I write my characters, I always have like strong female leads. My new, my current books about Darkner, guess who's with him all the time had, had his, has his back. Her name is Corey. She's tough as nails and she's more powerful than I'm going to tell you. You have to read my book. You have to buy, it's not out yet, but you have to buy it and read it to know how powerful she is. But she's stupid powerful. But the point is, is that I understand why that's important because, and more so, especially because growing up being black, you understand that there are stereotypes. There's stereotypes from all sides of, of everything. And, and, and it's in everything from games to movies to music. It's always been a thing. And then you're, and then now, more and you would think at this point we're in 2019. You think things would change, but it's still a slow process. And while I'm not trying to f- push that topic in this situation, it's understanding. It's it's more about teaching our kids. It's okay to be a strong character because our kids watch watch TV. They read books. They watch movies. And so when I was like I said, when I was exposed, when I was a kid and growing up, and even now to this point, being exposed to certain things. It reminds me, yeah, you're allowed to be a, a, a smart black man, a man who's capable of, of doing great things. You don't have to follow the stereotypes of, of what the world thinks we're supposed to be. And it's the same thing with my girls. I have nothing but girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have nothing. I have three girls. I want all of my girls to know that they can be, they can be smart. They can be my, my, my youngest. She's five loves herself some maturity. She, when she, I took her to see Black Panther. She was all about it. She can't, she can't, she can't remember to say her name, but she always, she's like, Hey, that's a child's sister. I don't know why she, no, she said Black Panther. She didn't say the child. She goes, she said, that's Black Panther's sister. I like her. Yeah. Okay. Good. When she's all Wonder Woman, she was all about Wonder Woman. She's like, yeah, I like Wonder Woman. Right now she's watching, <laughs> she was watching old episodes of Megaforce and who guess who she liked? She liked the Pink Ranger. Why? Well, she liked her because she was a photographer and she took pictures of butterflies. I didn't. Thing, I forgot, I didn't realize she did that in the, in the show, but she, but that she, but she saw that and she paid attention to that. And so, and that's the thing. They, they see this, this stuff. And so, you know, while we teach as a parent, I teach my girls that they're, they should be strong and smart and capable. 
the media does the same thing and, and they get exposed to that just as much as the stuff I teach them. And so when they get to see characters like Spider Gwen, Wonder Woman, Black Widow, and now and when I take him to go see Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, because I kid you, <laughs> my child. And when she when we, I took her to see Spider Man to Spider Verse, she was all about Miles Morales. And guess what I did? I bought her a Miles Morales figure. It's be, oh, and they talked about that in the magazine too. Miles Morales is is a good influence too, as like anybody could be a hero. It's not just you don't have to be male, female, white, you know, all this stuff. It doesn't have to be that way. It could always be like the current Hulk is Amadeus Cho. You know what I mean? So it's like, it just shows that it can, it, and it can, we're so stuck in this idea of what things are supposed to look like because the world told us it's supposed to be this way, but it's actually more than that. And that's one of the things I've always liked about comic books and what I've liked about, you know, books in general and things like that, because you can change the, your, the idea how the world looks from those fictional worlds and then remind people, yeah, it doesn't always have to be that way. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm really big about writing my books. And, 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 you know, Darkner, he's a black guy and, you know, he's, he, he's, he's, he's essentially me in a fictional universe. What would I do? This is how I would act. This is how it would be flawed and stupid <laughs> as possible. Sensitive, overly sensitive, all things. Why? Because that's the kind of stuff, uh, we, people need, you know, and that's one of the things they said too, that while Carol, you know, not only does she represent you know the, the the women in the world is just she's the she is the officially going to be the strongest character in the MCU. Which yeah, that's I'm not surprised. Have you read the comic books? She's pretty powerful, but as also they showed the human side about her that she is flawed. She has these things, and I've loved and I've always liked Carol. I think she's always been one of my favorite. She's been one of my favorite characters for years. And whenever if I I have Captain Marvel comics to this day in my, on my shelf, I don't have all of them. I should have all of them, but I don't. But I have I have a few. You know, and so whenever hers, when I saw her, her graphic novel, I bought it. I had, had to have it. I love it. She's one of my favorites. So it's just, it is, it's one of those like opportunities that paved the way, not only the, for, for the comic book industry or the movie industry, but you know, for my, for my girls and stuff like that. And, you know, and just, it's just, it's just nice to see that they're, they're starting, you know, it's, they're starting to understand. Let's diversify. Let's show. That we can, that, that, that there's these characters that exist in the MCU or the 616 and then we can bring them into the MCU. That's why I was, I was, that's why Winter Soldier is still one of my favorite movies because it introduced Falcon. Good old Sam Wilson was introduced in the Captain America sequel. Sam, oh, I'm like, he's one of my, oh, y'all don't even understand how excited I was when Falcon showed up. But it's because he's one of my favorite characters also in the 616. Yes, because he's black, but not also that, but he's a Wilson too. So I'm just saying, and he gets, and he's one of the few people who was a partner with Captain America. Faces, guys, faces. Y'all don't understand that. And he ended up becoming Captain America after that. So faces. So I'm just saying, the point is, <laughs> I get all, I get all excited. I understand the importance of this movie, especially from my, from sitting from my, you know, in my situation, what I see and how I am, I understand. And so it's, it's, it is a big deal. And I, and I would, and I'm tired of people hating on this movie for no reason, for no reason. You know, I, you know, some people say, uh, I don't know, man. She looks like she it might, look like it might be boring. It looks like it might be. Doesn't mean it's going to be. I'm not, I'm not mad about those people who are like, are not sure about the film. That's, that's fine. 
I'm talking about the people who are hating on it and being mean and just 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 nasty. The internet being nasty. That's what I'm talking about. I literally, I literally was on. Once again, I got to. Sometimes I got to get off the internet. You know, I, if you guys want to break and feel good and be relaxed, stay off the internet for like a day or so. You will feel so much better because the internet and some of the dumb, ignorant stuff people say will give you so much anxiety. <laughs> I get you worked up. You're like, why? Would, I just came on here to check my mail and I just and I just started popping off because something happened. So, but they, these guys were like anti Captain Marvel hard, hard. Granted, granted, to be fair. It, it, they did have DC in their name. So it could be that. I'm not saying all DC fans are like that, but lately I've been noticing that. Really bad campaigns to get against. But they did it to Black Panther too. They did it to Black Panther. When when Black Panther was coming out, they, they were boycotting Black Panther. You know what I mean? Actually, funny enough, DC fans were boycotting Aquaman. <laughs> it's like, y'all don't know what y'all want. Y'all can't make up your minds. But I'm just, it's just one of those things where when, and then when Idris Elba was cast as Heimdall, there was protest on that. Y'all just can't let diversity be diversity. You know what I mean? But the point is, is that it, it's, it's, it is a slow process, but it's a process that is happening. And so the success of, of Black Panther, the success of Wonder Woman is making it clear how it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? And so I'm excited. I'm excited to see my girl Carol Danvers on, on screen. And you know what this means? That means that we have a chance to get Jen Walters, who's the, who's She-Hulk on, on the big screen. She can, she has her own comics. She can do her own film. She's a lawyer. We need, we don't have a lawyer character. Matt Murdock can't be on the big screen right now. So get us Jen. We got her. We can get Jessica Drew on the screen. That's, she's Spider-Woman. She has a completely different power set from Peter Parker. It'd be perfect. And then once, and since Marvel, you know, got the rights back to Fantastic Four and the X-Men. We're going to get Sue. We're going to get X. We're going to get, uh, Storm, Jean, Rogue, Jubilee, Kitty Pride. We, I can go on and on and on. And it's going to be fantastic. And I'm going to be excited because I get all my characters back. <laughs> you know, so I, I'm looking forward to it. And every time I, the more I look into it, the more I read, the more excited I get. I'm going to finish that, that magazine. And I'm going to put it on a shelf and never touch it ever again because it's a collector's edition and I got to protect my stuff. <laughs> so I know this is more of a kind of more of a serious episode of, of real talk, but it's just like it's a when you look at it, it's the movie industry. Here's the thing. I, I, and I've understood this as especially as, as myself, as a content creator myself, you are putting yourself on a platform that gives you an opportunity for change. And so these actors, whether you're a musician, whether you're an actor, director, writer, you have an opportunity to set the pattern for the future. Uh, so when, so that's why, when, <laughs> that's why when Black Panther, and I, I remember saying this to my, to Ian one time, I said, Black Panther, there's two things that could happen. Black Panther could do super well, and they will have like six months of, of no black on black violence will have peace for six months or it can go really bad. And then we'll have riots everywhere. Cause if this goes really bad, it's, it's going to get ugly. And I said the same thing about wonder woman. And I'm going to say the same thing about Captain Marvel. If this goes wrong, it's going to get ugly. So, but it's because these, you, they, these actors and these writers stuff have an opportunity to do something that makes it because it teaches, it's teaching the world something different and you're teaching, you're 
the children something different, you know what I mean? And, and more accepting and understanding that these, the stereotypes that exist are not true. And because of the world, and that includes media and music and comics and books and TV shows, literally thrive on those stereotypes, you know, some of these characters. And while some of these characters may, may be funny, and I'm, I laugh at them too and stuff like that, they're kind of messed up. And, and, and so you're, you're, you're put in a position to break the mold, to transcend that stereotype and give us something, give everybody something to look forward to. Because the thing about Black Panther 2 is not, it was not just for black people. It was for everybody. And everybody walked away from that movie feeling better about themselves and enjoying it and liking it a lot. That movie made over a billion dollars and, and won, and won awards, not just because of, of, Whatever stand you guys made is because it's a good, it's a genuinely good movie through, through and through. Look, feel, music, message, all of it. And so Wonder Woman was the same thing. Did really, really good. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Granted, it didn't do Aquaman good, but it did really, really good. Did better than BVS. I'll tell you that right now. But anyways, but the point is, is that it's a, it's an opportunity to do something better, to be, uh, to be, uh, a building. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a phrase. It's an old proverb. It says, not, not all things are advantageous and not all things build up. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. And so these are the, these are the situations where we can use our, our ability, our skills, our gifts that we have, our God given gifts to build up. And sometimes we do have to discuss very specific topics because that's what happens. But, learn but it's to teach and then it's to help and then it's to get people to be better not to not to fall backwards we're not we're not here to go backwards we're here to move forward we're here to grow to be better and even though this is a this the mcu is a fictional universe it still covers things that are real the x-men cover things that are real you know being different being uh it, it deals with being uh judged because of your genetics even or how you look uh prejudices racism it, it covers all those things you know, so all these, you know, and that's part of the reason why I always love the X-Men because, you know, and I watch the, you know, I watch Gifted and I get all worked up because it's a real topic, even though it's based on fictional characters, you know, and it's just because it's it, the, the hatred people have for someone being different is very, it's a real thing and it still exists today. And so these movies touch on those things and give you a platform to kind of show, but we can be better. Yes, this is real, but we can be better. And so that's why I'm excited for Captain Marvel because it just, it's a, while we, yes, we, you know, even Feige recognized that, yes, we don't have enough female leading roles. And yes, we don't not have, we don't have enough female characters in the MCU. We're changing that. And he says, I see that you're right. We're going to do better. And they are. So it's just, it's just that, you know, acknowledging the mistake and then improving upon it. And that will makes you a better person. It's not just seeing that it's wrong, making the change. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to be preachy, but it just it's just, you know, that's what this is. That's what this literally means. And and like like I said when you read the article or excuse me, the magazine, cuz it's not just an article, it's a whole magazine commit uh, dedicated to Captain Marvel, which I love. I think it's fantastic. They did the same thing with the X-Men when the X-Men first came out. There was like a they had a whole magazine uh remember, remember those Wizard magazines? They had a whole thing committed to the X-Men. I had I owned that bad boy. I was all about it. But that's the first thing they address is the fact we're trying to move beyond the stereotypes of how these characters are supposed to, or these very specific genders or races 
are depicted in movies and in TV. And so I get it. I get it. I understand it completely. And I will. And, and so that's part of, part of the reason why I, I want, I'm, I understand why I'm supporting it. And now my, my main reason is because she's one of my favorite characters. I love her. She's, she's tough. She's funny. I, I wish, I wish Jessica was in this movie. Jessica Drew, who's her best friend is just Spider Woman. Ah, uh, their relationship is fantastical. I love it. I would, I so wish, but that's just because I'm a nerd and I know that in the comics and I just love, I would just, I, it, it just, it would just, it had made me feel so good if, if Jessica Drew was in there, but that's okay. In the future, that could be a thing. It could be a thing. Like I said, this movie succeeds. That could be a thing in the future. So it's all possible. It will be possible. Come on, Feige. Let's do it. Let's do it. So uh, tell me what you guys think. Are you excited for Captain Marvel? Are you not excited? Are you going to be, are you think it's going to be boring? Do you think Brie Larson's a good actress? Do you think she's not? And to be fair, I didn't know Brie Larson at all. I forgot she was in Scott Pilgrim and I've seen that movie. I forgot she was in it. And the only other movie I saw her in was Kong. So I didn't know who she was in all honesty. It was like, oh, she's in Scott Pilgrim. Okay, that's right. Okay, okay. And then when they announced that she was playing Captain Marvel, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Then when I saw her in Kong, I'm like, all right. All right. I think she can do it. I think she can do it. And so I'm, I'm confident. I'm confident. And the fact that she's just as committed as everybody else about this movie, because she, she understands what it means. She understands what it represents for playing this character. And this is, this is, uh, this is history in the making. Black Panther was history in the making. Captain Marvel was history in the making. Wonder Woman was history in the, in the making. Let's do it. So let's go for it. Um, so let me know what you guys think. How do you feel about Captain Marvel? What, you know, how do you feel about Black Widow being, finally getting a solo film? How do you feel about, what is it, what is it called? Wonder Woman 1984? Man, I, I wish that movie came out sooner. It's all done. Why are we waiting till like 2020, man? Come on, DC, get your mess together. I want to see some more Wonder Woman. But uh, anyways, what other uh, female characters from like any comic? Any comedy. Now, granted, we were talking about, you know, we're talking about the MCU, but who would you like to see in the MCU? Uh, what female character would you like to see in the MCU represented properly? You know what I mean? I mean, we have, we have, like I said, we got, we, we're, we're, the numbers are starting to go up, you know, and like I said, with the X-Men coming back and Fantastic Four, th that's going to go up some more, but, you know, who, who would you love, really, really love to see how they're not only be represented in the MCU, but have their own movie? That's a good one to ask. That, there, there you go. There's a question right there. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Some thought provoking right there. So just let me know what you guys think. Let me know how you feel. Like I said, if, um, if you want to say something to me, send, you can send me a message on Anchor. Uh, they, they do a voice recorded message you can send. It's only like a minute long, but you can still, you can send more than one if you want. <laughs> um, if you want to hit me up, hit me up on Twitter and House of Darkner or Vatian, which is V-A-T-I-A-A-N. Or hit me up on my Gmail. I have a House of Darkner Gmail. And that's that's exactly what it is. House of Darkner at gmail.com if you want to send me a message. Or go to my House of Darkner page on Facebook and if you want to say something to me there. Um, I, I'm sure you notice my voice sounds different. Not because I'm sick. I'm not sick. I'm good. I mean, well, depends who you ask. But I'm not sick in, in that sense. It's just I got a new mic. Yeah, I got a new mic now. I got a, got a new mic. I'm still getting used to this mic because it is clear as mess. It picks up everything. So when I record now, I got to record like, because when I had my headset, it was my headset. It was a direct mic to my mouth and a headset. So 
the the family that could be my family could be running around doing stuff and and doing dishes and and watching TV and it wouldn't pick up because it was a very specific mic. Now with this one, because I have a Yeti mic, you know, shout outs to Ian from the Stuff Podcast Show who put me on this Yeti mic. I got it. This bad boy is good. It's awesome. Problem is, it picks up everything. I was I was messing with it. I just got it. I was messing with it the other day, and I and I have a headset that comes with it, so I, I can hear myself speaking, which is weird at the same time. But it helps me figure out the volume because this thing picks up. Uh, and I'm like, you guys don't see me, but I'm I'm like about not a foot, yeah, about six inches away from it because uh, I'm loud in general. And but this thing picks up so well, I don't even have to be on it. You know what I mean? Which is awesome. See, this is me. This is me right here. This is me being close. This is me close right here. This is what I sound like when I'm close. And this is me being about six inches away from, I'll say a foot. Yeah, about a foot. Six inches to a, a foot away from the mic. And look how I sound. You know what I mean? This mic is really good. Shout outs to Yeti for making really good mics. But my wife was in the kitchen and she's like doing stuff. And I'm messing with the mic. I have my headset on. I'm listening to the voice. I'm messing with the volume. And I hear her in the background. Uh, she knocked something down. She's like, doggone it. And you hear her doing stuff and moving because she, she went grocery shopping. So you hear her like moving stuff around and doing things. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this mic is really, 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 really good. I'm like, it is picking everything up in the other room. <laughs> it was just like, we're, I'm going to have to do this in like when everybody's asleep or gone or what. Because I'm very happy because my dog right now is just like chilling. Because he, you can hear him walking because his nails hit the floor. So you can hear him walking too. And it's just like, and he's not barking because I know in some of my other videos, you, I'll talk about my dog barking and I listen to it later. You don't hear him, but I talk about it. Because I hear him, so I, was, I always assume you guys hear my dog when he's barking. But now, if he barks, you'll definitely hear him because this mic is really good. But like I said, thank you for uh, Ian from the Stuff Podcast Show putting me on this mic. And thank you for Yeti for making a really good mic. You know, this isn't an ad, but you know, if y'all want to sponsor me, go for it. But uh, <clears throat> I know there's a, there's a, there is a, there's a group of fans for Carol Danvers. It's called the Carol Corps. And I thought it was funny because, you know, obviously she's part of the Air Force and then she's part of the Star Force in space. And, and, you know, she's, you know, just pretty awesome. So I, you know, I will, I will honestly say I've been a Carol Corp person for a while. So I, I am a, I am a big fan of the character. So I'm very excited. So I hope you guys are too. And I hope you guys like the new sound, new clear and loud. I'm loud. And it's like, I'm seeing like my stuff spike whenever I, I, pe- I, I like start laughing or being me. And so I had to adjust the mic on, you know, the sound of how much I record on, you know, volume wise on Audacity, which is the program I use because I'm loud. I'm naturally a loud person. And the fact is my picks up every noise I make. <laughs> so. <laughs> So there's a question too. What if you guys do recording and stuff? What what mic do you guys use? And I haven't even put the f- pop filter on this thing either yet. Granted, as far away as I am, I may not need it. But anyways, <laughs> I just thought I'd share that because it is it is an interesting like my I'm you can see my stuff changing. You can't see it, you can hear it, but I've I've transitioned transitioned so much in this all the recording I've done. I went from writing blogs which I still have. I still have the site. Matter of fact, they sent me a message like, you alive? And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, why? Oh, my site. I still have it. I was like, oh my God, I still have the site. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, uh, my Blogspot site, uh, I then I went from recording videos on YouTube to now recording a podcast. 
and everything changed in all those things. Like, like I said, I was typing, I was doing a blog, and then there was like, Dave, you should record. And so I started recording, but I was recording using my phone. And then eventually got a camera and started recording with my camera. Then eventually started, you know, then I had lights that I started recording with the lights. And then eventually I had a setup. You can see, I bet you just heard my phone vibrate. That's how good this mic is. Then I had a whole setup where, you know, if you watch my old videos, I had that corner I sat at. Because at one point I used to sit at my desk. And then I'm, I set up, I made a, I'm looking at my corner if you don't hear me. I, then I have the corner set up with all the pictures and everything so I can record. And then eventually I got lights so I can have better lighting so it didn't look crazy and it hit clear and stuff like that. And so it was just like all these changes that keep happening when I, when I do stuff, it's exciting to me. And the fact that like I can sit here and when I started doing the podcast, I was first recorded, I want to say the first five or six episodes on my phone. And then, and then when I realized that you can use, you can use anchor on the computer to upload your, 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 cause I thought it was just simply an app on your phone. You can just record. I mean, it is an app on your phone. You can record, but they also have, you can also, there's the sites on, on the internet. So you can just go up there and you can record on your computer. When I realized that, then I, I went home cause I had audacity when I use for recording my videos and I use that. Excuse me. I'm trying to, I'm like, I'm trying to talk, but you know how you feel like there's a burp coming, but you don't want to, I'm trying to like wait for it to pass. So I can continue talking. It, it was, that was happening at that moment. And then, but, uh, it, and so when I, I switched to audacity, the user for recording, so I can just upload it onto the site. I, cause I, I use this to clean up audio cause I learned how to do it. Thank you, YouTube. And, uh, I have my headset cause I have a gaming headset that has a mic. So I started using that. And then I was like, and, you know, it does, it did, it worked for what, what it was, you know, like I said, I, I was like 70 plus episodes in and I use a headset. You know what I mean? So it worked and it really worked and it did, it did its job. And so I, you know, at this point I got to a point where it was like, you know, we had a little bit of extra cash. Like, you know, I need a mic. I need a good mic, especially because I've have, I have friends, I have people that I want that I've been working with who want to come on my podcast and record with me. And I was like, I need to get a better mic for recording so I can have more than one person. And so this mic is an opportunity for me to expand my podcast. You know what I mean? Cause this bad boy picks up everything. And when I did the, this jive stuff episodes with Ian for the, from the stuff podcast show where he talks about stuff, it's a escapist podcast. Go check it out. Go, go, go check it out. But when, when I would record him, he would use the Yeti mic and it picked up both of us. And we sounded pretty clear. Matter of fact, it was so good. My mom was in the, in the kitchen one time when we were recording and she chimed in and it picked her up. I was like, wow, this, this is a good mic. So that's what this is. This, this is all transitioning to expanding my podcast to include more people. Don't worry. Uh, Kevin and Chris, I'm going to get you guys on here soon. I just got to call you guys and start making arrangements and stuff like that. And see what you guys want to talk about, but and other people like I want to I want to bring back Sky Raptor because we have Far From Home coming out in June, July, July. So I need to bring him back so we can talk about that. I need to bring back my girl Red Breads because Reds. She got to remind me. Is it Red Breads, lady? That's what I think. That's what it is. I just said it correctly right now, but I call her Red. It's just it's it's just easier for me. Plus, I've always called her red. I called her that for years. Uh, but I need to bring her back so we can talk about Dark Phoenix that comes out in June. Because if anyone loves X Men as much as I do, 
and loves some Jean Grey as much as I do, it's her. <laughs> like seriously, you know. So that's gonna be that's that's future that's future podcast episodes. But there's still other ones gonna be happening in between. So I'm hoping to get some um some more guests on. And I know you guys probably like hearing other people talk other than me running my mouth, so I can hear me bouncing off of somebody. So I'm hoping to do that again really really soon, especially more so now because I have this mic. And my laptop has, I can record so I can you know, have audacity on my laptop so I can record on that. So I can take it anywhere. I can take it. You can, you can eat whatever you want. You, you, can, you, can eat, you can eat whatever you want. Y'all know, you guys don't know that reference. If you, if you do, hit me up and tell me what reference that is. If you know it, you're the best. You're the best. I'm always amazed when I make a reference and somebody knows it. Cause I always just assume I'm the only person that knows that. I don't know why I do that because it's, it's, first of all, there's the internet and there's TV and there's YouTube. So why would people not know the reference? But I'm always amazed when certain people know when I make very specific references and, and, and they're like, Oh, that's that. I'm like, and I'm like, Oh, Oh, I wouldn't, you know, didn't expect you to know that one. So I'm always amazed. I don't know why. Like I'm the only person in the world who watches or reads anything. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I hope you like this extended long episode of, of real talk where we talk about what Captain Marvel represents and me ranting on about my progression in content creating. And, uh, but, uh, uh, I hope you guys have a good day. Uh, I'm excited about Captain Marvel and I hope you guys are really are. And if you aren't, that's okay. You know, you can tell me why, as long as it's not like crazy, don't, no, no crazy talk. Please don't. I don't need the crazy talk. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs>